0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Theo Keeps Talking Podcast, where you may laugh or you may learn. Available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. My name is Theo. And the most important question of the day. How are you all doing? Last week was part four of the work story series that I did on my podcast. It was a lot of fun. I talked about working for Uber Eats and DoorDash over the course of the past few months. A lot of good stories, a lot of laughs. So that was a great one to check out when you get a chance. Today's a fun one. I've been looking forward to this for a while. I finally have a guest. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and however you may identify, Theo Keeps Talking is now. Theo talks and sometimes listens. I am talking with my wonderful girlfriend, Allie, today. Say hi, baby. Hello. (laughs) So we're (laughs) gonna talk today on this Valentine's Day weekend. Um, But first, in some real world news, let's talk about something serious for a moment. There has been a rampant rise in discrimination and assault towards Asian people and Asian businesses in America recently. Several instances in California have made headlines, and most recently, there were six Asian restaurants in our area that were broken into and robbed this week, which is just awful. Uh, We go to some of the affected restaurants rather often, so it's sad to see what's happening. And I want to extend my sincerities to the Asian communities of all nationalities and ethnicities. Um, And I'll do anything I can to uplift and defend you all to the best of my abilities. And Allie, I don't know if you have anything to add on that front.
1: Um, Yeah, so I'm still kind of processing how I feel. I'm just kind of speechless. And it's not out of shock, necessarily. It's just out of disappointment and sadness and anger. Uh, Up till this point, I've been doing everything that I can to be an ally for the Black community and have seen a lot of horrible things happen um, to that community. And as a half Asian woman, I've been lucky enough to not experience too many instances of racism directed towards me. Um, But up until the last year or so, racism against the Asian community uh, wasn't talked about very much and I'm disappointed that we're really only now seeing uh, such horrific acts uh, being given the media time and exposure that it needs to show people that it does happen and even though it is it has been happening now that it's happening so overtly to my community as well it's just very exhausting to see these things week after week and exa- ex- it's exhausting fighting for equality when it only seems to be regressing further and further um, with every day, but the fight must continue and I certainly won't be giving up. And so to the Asian community, uh, they can't burn us all and to the black community, I will continue to stand by you all as an ally.
0: That was, that was fantastic. Um, and of course we'll do anything we can to assist in any way that arises and we'll continue to spread information about the current situation on uh all of our socials and everything like that Mm -hmm. for so for the recommendation section uh Allie and i finished watching bridgerton um i thought it was good i thought it was my it was my first time watching a primarily romance show (laughs) so i don't know if the faults and the characters are individual or just part of the genre uh i don't i'm not really sure Dave, what did you what did you think about the show
1: so i thought it was a great show honestly i, I watch mostly drama and rom-com types of shows unless they're with you um so yes i do think the faults and the characters are definitely quite common in the genre and i think it's Mostly because if we had characters that made the best decisions or communicated well all the time, then it would have make for an interesting or an entertaining show. Um, and any drama that could happen uh, would be avoided if that were the case. So, uh, since we're in the greatest relationship ever, it's easier easier for us to look at a show like this and kind of roll our eyes at it because uh, we know that any sound relationship is based on good communication and respect. And yeah but that's all I'll say without giving away any spoilers though obviously
0: i i will actually give like a spoiler or two so oh. i went in, i went into the show thinking that They would have said. They would at least said stupid, or (laughs) that they would have said Tuesday, like in the really silly way they say Tuesday. And neither of those things happened. (laughs) I was just so I was so disappointed the entire time I was watching. I'm like, you couldn't give me this, but it was. I mean, I thought it was a good show, but Mm -hmm. honestly, I was like, man, these characters like could y'all like talk like (laughs) something, say something. There were a few
1: instances there were yeah there were a few instances instances there that where they did come close to saying like those types of words but i, I was really looking forward to the ch- tuesday <laughs> as well
0: and like uh, just uh so close but apparently they're getting seven more seasons so eight. i think eight okay so eight seasons <laughs> so i mean hey i am i'm all about it you know i mean i it was good it was good watch we're going to watch um to all the boys three this weekend I'm so excited um there's not enough jordan fisher from nope. what i've seen so mm-hmm. i already have a very very strong bias um mm-hmm. but you know romance i mean i'm i'm kind of floating into the romance these days you know <laughs> like it, it looks like it's on the, it's on the horizon for me <laughs> so i got a few songs that i've been listening to um First one is Over Here by Party Next Door featuring Drake yet again. Um, Date by, I don't know if it's Tony Smith. uh, Wow, I said it all wrong. Tone Stith, (laughs) T-O-N-E-S-T-I-T-H. I I don't know if it's Tone or Tony, but the song is Date. Um, (laughs) Then Smile by Levin Callie and It's Gonna Rain by Kelly Price. Been spinning those lately. Um, And of course, as... To wrap it back to the top, we have a very, very special guest, Miss Alexandra Grace Tamboan is on the podcast with me, Ali, as she goes by, official Kung Fu Tea ambassador, animal enthusiast, lover of powerful yet mysterious (laughs) anime boys. Um and my my girlfriend of nearly, nearly six years together. You have the honor, which only you deserve of being my very first guest. So please introduce yourself.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, first off, I want to say I'm honored to be here. Um, but as Theo mentioned, I'm Allie. Um, I went to college at Towson University, uh, where I majored in computer science with a concentration in cybersecurity, and am now a cybersecurity analyst associate. Um, other than that, I sing, read tarot, read in general, um, watch YouTube and TikTok literally all day. Um, I love dogs and I. I do drink more boba than I'd like to admit. Um, I And as Theo said, again, um, I am a Kung Fu Tea brand ambassador and I got to the black belt status in seven months. You know, like the Starbucks star statuses that you achieve depending on how much you spend. Yeah, yep. Uh, but it's an addiction that hurts absolutely no one. Uh, so, <laughs> oops. <laughs>
0: Allie, I would, you got to ask the most important question here. You know, I gave Mm -hmm. my list of recommendations. I do them every single week. Do Mm -hmm. you have any recommendations to give?
1: Sure. Okay, so I guess the first one I should start with is for um, my Kung Fu tea recommendations. So uh, my go-to while trying to be healthier um, is the Kung Fu classic uh, green tea with 0% sugar Um, and either with aloe jelly and or just the regular boba. Um, For milk tea, I would strongly suggest the rosehip milk tea Um, and the toppings for that I'd suggest are either regular boba, crystal boba and or the red bean topping. Um, And then for the occult series, which is like the yogurt drink that's really popular in uh, I believe Korea. Um, mostly. It would be the yogurt green tea with uh, toppings like regular boba, crystal boba, aloe jelly, um, a jelly, that type of thing. And then lastly, uh, the, for the fruit punch or fruit tea uh, slash punch series, I would say the strawberry lemonade with um, boba or natta jelly. Uh, sometimes I like to add two toppings to them, sometimes three, but no one needs to know that. Um, Uh, So I would say uh, you can't ever go wrong with just the regular boba if you don't want to be too adventurous. Um, As for music, I am absolutely in love with lo-fi. So please, if you're ever looking for um, any chill music to vibe to, to study to, or whatever, I recommend lo-fi for that. It's it's some of the most relaxing stuff I've ever listened to. I can sleep to it. but for actual songs <laughs> um my recommendations for that are kind of um on the more the side of not many people have heard it or like it's not very common but i'd say for an artist um go with Isaac Danielson give him a listen um i think he's from Poland but his music is it's beautiful um for songs, I'd recommend, um, so I have two K-pop <laughs> recommendations, which are Bad Boy by Red Velvet and I Need You by, um, I think it's pronounced Ailee or Ailee. Um, and then for R&B recommendation, I'd say Passport by Masego. And then for like a workout type of song, I'd say Geringue by Lisa. It's the Demon Slayer opening theme song. And I listen. I sometimes listen to that song on repeat because it gets me really pumped for my workout. Because a lot of times I dread going into it. Um, and then, okay, for TV shows, I would say for K dramas, I'd recommend a classic "Boys Over Flowers," and then um, the Chinese version of that would be "Meteor Garden." That's also a really, really great one. Um, and then "Legends of Legend of the Blue Sea" and. Dodo, Sol, Sol, La, La, Soul, I just finished that one today. Um, for the Filipino teleseries or the Filipino dramas, I'd recommend *On the Wings of Love* and *Till I Met You*. For anime, I would recommend *Hunter x Hunter*, *Demon Slayer*, *My Hero Academia*, *Violet Evergarden*, *Fruits Basket*, um, and currently we're watching *Naruto* and *Attack on Titan*. So we'll have to, we'll have to. Give an update about that someday. Um, and for regular shows, I'd suggest I'd suggest Bridgerton and um, Prison Break. That is an old one, but it's um, fantastic. It is such a fantastic show. Um, and lastly, uh, YouTube channel recommendations. First and foremost, I have to recommend my girl Vixella. Um, she is a Sims and Stardew Valley um, content. Creator. Um, and she, I, I've never uh, resonated or identified so closely with a YouTuber as much as I have with her. Um, some other ones I recommend would be I Has Cupquake, Tim the Tapman, and Courage JD. They do gaming content. And Courage JD, fun fact, he actually went to Towson University um, a few years before I did, and before he became a famous streamer. Um, I would recommend Allie Fitz. Uh, she does episode and Love Island content. And she's also a singer and the absolute love of my life. I've had conversations with her and she's just really chill. Um, and the last two I'd recommend are SS uh, Sniper Wolf. She does reaction videos, sometimes gaming content too, here and there. And Brad Mondo, he does hairdresser reactions. So, yep, that is all of my recommendations.
0: I mean, that is a- as accurate as it gets. Every time I go over to her house, it's like either Sasha, either Brad Mondo. Um, and I know them better than I know most of the people I watch now. Um, and, and, and she really has the vibes going with the lo-fi because one of the like at-home projects we, we did like with her dad, this summer was we put leds in her room so Mm -hmm. she'll throw the lo-fi music on she'll turn the leds on and it's 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 just a very nice environment especially because Mm -hmm. you need to find the most peace you can in your house because you just Mm -hmm. don't leave your house these days (laughs) um especially with how icy it is outside and everything like that so Mm-hmm. Uh, and working my, from
1: home as well uh,
0: yeah absolutely so my girl she she brings the vibes you know what I'm saying <laughs> so we got we got to get to the burning question so let's talk about how we met oh god oh god okay oh god. <laughs> so so even though Allie and I have been together for almost six years we went to the same school starting in third grade for me and second grade for her and we went to the same school all the way through high school. Um we had known each other like tangentially for a while because all of our schools were really small. Like my high school graduating class was 82 people mm-hmm. and yours was like 56 or something no, like that. No, it was
1: like 47.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like half of yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we you you see everyone eventually. There's no <laughs> there's no one you don't know. Um mm-hmm. And when I was a freshman in high school, she was still in eighth grade. Um, And I started my first relationship in that time. That first highly turbulent, highly incendiary relationship was certainly the foundation for the fantastic relationship we have now. Um, (laughs) When we started going to the same high school, I used to make jokes and tease her from time to time because she would walk down the halls in this super calculated manner, carrying this big purple binder every single day. I just found it so funny. Um, and, that's, and that's just how things kicked off. Um, the next year, we were on the same golf team. And that made us a lot closer as friends. Uh, her dad was an assistant coach on the team. And he's also insanely good at golf. Um, so the pieces were coming together my senior year I I was single so my first relationship had uh, I don't don't know if you could say ended more than exploded but (laughs) it it was over Um, so my senior year I was single which was her junior year and that led to a series of questionable decisions on Mm -hmm. my end (laughs) <laughs> to say the least uh, and ally definitely humbled me uh no doubt about that and eventually we reconciled and we got back on the right track uh and eventually she and i got along really well we realized we might want to do a little something with these excess emotions we have <laughs> um one of the hurdles we had going into our relationship was the fact that it was going to be long distance, basically from the start. Um, I was definitely hesitant to begin a long distance relationship because Allie formally decided that she wasn't going to leave Maryland to go to college, which made perfect sense. But I had no idea what was in store as far as seeing each other and our channels of communication in the road to come. Um And this was... Ali's first relationship as well. So I wanted things to be as good as possible and as many avenues you could think of. But it really came down to good communication and that carried us all the way to this point, really. Um, So Ali, if you Mm -hmm. would, talk about your pathway.
1: Sure, Uh, so in high school, I played the flute in our symphonic band. Um, And in my senior year, I uh, was first chair, And then I went on to play the flute and cow marching band for two years. And honestly, I wish I could have done all four years and mildly regret not doing so. Um, But my major just got rougher and rougher. um, And so it was just hard to really stay committed to all the practices that they had lined up. Um, But. Overall, I wouldn't change the years that I was a part of it because it was just such a great experience. Um, And then as for other things outside of um, the band, I was also into choirs. Um, One was the church was my church choir, which I still sing with from time to time, but um, haven't recently because of uh, the pandemic. (laughs) And the other was a nonprofit organization choir that I was a part of from about eighth or ninth grade up until I graduated high school. Um, There were different groups in that choir based on age and skill level. And the group that I was a part of was um, the top level group. And and I don't mean that.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't mean that in a conceited way, but. uh, Talk to them. <laughs> what I mean is, we were the um, we were among the oldest, and we also had such a um, insane blend together. Um, and there were three girls aside from myself in my my group, and they were and are some of the best um, people I've ever met, and we just clicked so well. I think that's why we had that crazy blend. Um, but I would I would give so much to sing with them again, um, like. I haven't seen all of them together. I've seen them separately since then, but I would just love to sing with them again. Um, But all of the other girls in the entire choir were like my little sisters, because by the time that I left, I was the oldest. And that was a place in my life where I felt like I made the most impact. I respected them and they respected me. And Honestly, I can't exactly say that that's how college always played out in regards to friendships, but overall, again, it was such a great experience and I would love to do something like that again. And as for my, um, interest in like career path, um, it didn't really start until high school, um, later, I think in high school, um. I actually wanted to be a vet or a marine biologist at one point, and that's probably what I would be if I didn't have to worry about um, money or being far from home. But that's not to say that money is the only reason that I'm I did comp sci though. It's I generally I genuinely do like and enjoy it, and I think ever since I was young, I've always had kind of an affinity um, for technology. Um, And it also helped that a lot of my family members were also in the cyber field and they would tell me what they could about what they did and it just fascinated me. Um, But I think I'm just at a point where I'm just trying to figure out what I really want to do with it, what avenue I want to take with it in the future since there's just so many um, for computer science. So that's where I'm at.
0: (laughs) Don't don't ever take this like veil of humility that she throws up i mean it's very real humility but i will gas her until the ends of the earth she's the best <laughs> computer science person on the planet oh my That's god do it you know what i'm saying <laughs> um, so now we're going to get into like the ins and outs of like our actual relationship the setup is you know the setup everyone has a nice mm-hmm. cute wholesome story when they tell it but we got to really talk about the facts here like why why are we better than every other relationship ever? You know what I mean? Let's get to the, <laughs> the facts of it, you know? Um, so we had an initial plan, a really, you know, good found wor- foundation for the groundwork of our relationship to have me do a lot of the game planning and the setting up for what we wanted to get out of our relationship. And then Ali would determine how fast we would progress through certain checkpoints and milestones in our relationship and stuff like that. Um, This is the first relationship that she's been in uh, and the last, you know? (laughs) And I was in a two year long one before. So I kind of knew how to set up goals and things we should aim for. And she would determine how comfortable she'd be with those things and how soon she wanted to do them. Um, An easy example was when she would come visit me at college my freshman year. She would only come up for the day because we had a boundary in place that she wouldn't sleep in my room overnight at that stage in our relationship and stuff like that. But if I'm not mistaken, we said we loved each other less than like two months <laughs> in. So I mean, we were on the right track really early on. Mm-hmm. Um, the adjustment <laughs> to long distance was it was tough for sure, um, especially considering my lame ass didn't have an iPhone. <laughs> um, I was rocking that, oh, that the sleekest line of technology, that LG Optimus G Pro. Uh, I thought I had the sauce, but no, no, you absolutely did not. 2015, (laughs) Theo, you had no sauce at all. Especially that FaceTime is such a huge benefit to relationships and stuff like that. Having Mm -hmm. an Android, I mean, what was I doing?
1: But also the audacity that you have to clown some of our friends for having android but don't forget where you started
0: okay but that's okay to be fair i was 18 years old they're like 23 they have like a 401k with <laughs> an iphone like you you should not be closer to owning a house than than like then and having an uh, just uh, what are you doing with that your phone your messages are green come on now Um, but yeah, like going to school in the middle of Philadelphia was, has this really lovely benefit of being right next to an Amtrak station. Um, and that made commuting home on weekends incredibly easy. Uh, it was pricey. Yeah. But an Amtrak from Philly to Baltimore is so much better than a bus. Amtrak one way was an hour and 10 minutes. The bus was two hours with no traffic. (laughs) So it it was a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Um, Over time, I would say that we have some really good takeaways to share. Um, I know everyone talks about communication, but that's just one point of it. Um, A good relationship from our perspective comes in four parts. Uh, Communication, transparency, honesty, and respect. And they all tie in together. Like what is good communication if you only tell 50% of the story? What Mm -hmm. good is transparency if none of it's true? Mm -hmm. And what's good is being honest if you don't do it in a way that's considerate for your significant other, right? They Mm -hmm. all depend on each other. Um, And I would definitely say we tweak the communication aspect the most. Uh, We do a lot of active communication We've never had a fight before. Like, that never happens. People have asked me, like, so how often do y'all fight? I'm like, we just haven't. We just don't do that. Um, (laughs) A lot of fights in relationships come from the fact that someone doesn't feel respected or that their voice isn't being heard. So we make sure to, like, implement changes as often as possible with each other. Um, And, like, of course, Ali, you can provide whatever feedback you have on all that.
1: No, I I definitely agree with that. Um, it, I I just know from from experience with talking to friends and everything that it's just so much. It, there's so much importance to those four parts um, for it to be a good um, good relationship, and I just think that it's just if you don't have those and you can't really have anything like what good is the relationship then? That's not somebody that you should be uh, wanting to spend or look for a future in them um so yeah i i definitely agree with that it's it's only communication is definitely only a part of it um so those other factors are are key as well
0: no doubt and one of the things that i was mentioning to her was that like a little bit ago was how how much work you have to put in for Mm -hmm. your relationship to be easy Because Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, there's no hard, like there's no easy relationship, but Mm -hmm. to say that it's hard every single day also isn't true at all. Right. It's just about positioning yourself and establishing the necessary foundations that, let's just say something comes up that bothers one of the two of us. We have a really good, like mental pathway that we both have to Mm -hmm. understanding what it is, where did this come from? Like, what are the necessary steps for... You know, resolving what's in front of us um mm-hmm. and one of the things that we did early on that kind of helped out was like we like her mom actually suggested this that we learned what each other's love languages were
1: mm-hmm.
0: and one of the things that i wasn't really computing early on that made sense more and more after we did that was how much reassurance you need mm-hmm. um because you're like up in when we did your love languages yours was like verbal like words of affirmation was like near the top.
1: Yeah. Um, I think mine, it was, yeah. I think it was both that and quality time.
0: Yeah. And mine mm-hmm. wasn't like mine was like second to last or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um ironic the, the I think the thing that helps us both is that like of the five mm-hmm. gifts is last for both of us. Like we yeah. neither of us prioritize that. Right. But words of affirmation was really high. It was high enough for you and it wasn't mm-hmm. high at all for me. Mm-hmm. So early on, like you would ask me for reassurance on certain things. And I was like, didn't I tell you this like yesterday (laughs) or something like that? And for me, (laughs) I just wasn't getting it until Mm. I realized that it's just important to you, you know, and understanding that those are the things that kind of can, that can help mitigate really small things from turning into big things right is like the important thing i think that's Mm -hmm. where we do really well Mm -hmm. there's no big things that that like are that we just ignore until they blow up you know what i mean like we do a really good active job of being like okay this is bothering me let's talk about it let's talk about why um Mm -hmm. and we just go from there so nothing ever really turns into well you didn't do this oh and by the way on february 13th of 2007 <laughs> i saw you with this girl at chuck e cheese you know what i'm saying that doesn't oh happen
1: God. you know what i'm
0: saying like we 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 address whatever comes up to us really right. like at a good time um yeah. and we do it with respect and obviously we just want to make sure that we're being listened to and everything because i talk like mm-hmm. for you know ever but <laughs> when it when it's time for me to you know listen to you I think I'm really just like actively trying to process everything so that Mm -hmm. it makes sense to me the next time. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the first time I'm like, "Uh, uh, no thoughts, brain smooth, head empty. (laughs) Um, But I try to do it so that if you have a concern and let's say I'm at work or I was in Philadelphia or something like that, that we could rectify it to the best of our active abilities in the moment and then if we need to regroup later to make sure that we are on the same page um, then we just do it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's really why I'm also such an advocate for um, for therapy um, whether you're going through something or not I think it also just helps so much in in any relationships that you have because um I don't know I feel like a lot of people, um, and I definitely didn't when I started um, going to therapy. Uh, I did not uh, communicate very well, um, and I didn't really know what to do with my emotions or where they stemmed from or whatever. And so, in our in the beginnings of our relationship, I um, I would try to push things down and 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 not talk about them because I didn't want to like hurt your feelings, and I just didn't know if like how what I was feeling was valid. And just going to therapy, it definitely helps you figure out the root um, of what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And once you have like that understanding of your emo- emotions, it's just such a powerful feeling so that you can go into your, your relationship confident that you you'll, you'll communicate things and have, and have the, source of it too so so that way your your significant other knows you know why you're feeling like that and how and maybe it'll help help them figure out how to help you better as well so I definitely am an advocate for for therapy for that too um yeah
0: oh yeah like it and it helps too because sometimes you know we may not have the answers Mm -hmm. to what like, why am I doing this? Right. Sometimes you you can't figure it out
1: mm-hmm. on your
0: own. And seeing someone else who can, like, you know, look at it from, like, 10,000 feet right? with, like, the references from other people. Because, you mm-hmm. know, especially our parents and, you know, people that are older than us, they do get better with understanding yeah. things about mental health older, like, as, you know, time moves on. Mm-hmm. But especially when you're young, your parents are like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many things that they'll <laughs> just dismiss. Cause they're like, what do you mean? You have a place to live, you have friends, you have a car, right. you have a job. And I'm like, right. I still have things that are you know bothering me, you know what I right. mean? Right, Um, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh help? <laughs> And right. help, and like, nah, just pray. And I'm like, uh, I have been, you uh, know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, it's, just, it's just so interesting. So, having therapy is like definitely so next level for like really helping yourself be your best self. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, um, the thing about self care too, like therapy, might be one of the best things you could ever do because it's ugly. Like yeah. it's not, it's not pretty. Going mm-hmm. to therapy and right. like seeing parts of yourself get like reflected by someone right. else. It's right. like, oh, why do you gotta say it, say it like that? But it's really for your benefit, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of self care on like TikTok and Instagram. Is like go to the spa. Uh, Mm -hmm. make yourself a cake it's like nah self-care is really really not pretty at all you know and you gotta you gotta really you can't run away from certain things by going to the spa it's good sometimes but you know you really gotta you know face face the problems head on sometimes
1: right really like when it comes down to it, it um like you said, going to the spa or buying yourself uh, some clo- new clothes or whatever is is good in the moment, but it it's only temporary. You can't you, you have to really figure out the root cause of what your what your feelings. So that way, you can actually work to improve it. Um, and that's that's something I learned relatively recently as well. Is that self care um, is not always pretty. It's not glamorous. It's not comfortable either it's it's about really taking those steps to um of course you know pamper yourself from here and there like from time to time but also to really just figure out um how you can get yourself to move forward and sometimes it's just not easy and that's why a lot of people don't do that that part of self-care as well
0: no doubt so now that we've advocated for you know being a better person and being in the greatest relationship ever <laughs> let's, go to, let's do story time yes um so first one uh how many times i've been threatened so in, in in regards <laughs> to our relationship um so when we started dating everyone in her family and all of her friends and a good chunk of our mutual friends they were all they were all on me there was always if you hurt her, insert threat here. <laughs> I'm just like, in the first, like, I think two weeks of us being together, like, mm-hmm. I was with your, we were going to, like, I think your cousin's house and We stopped at someone else's house on the way and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, so-and-so, like my my wife practices at like the gun range or something like that. I'm like, oh my (laughs) God.
1: I don't know who you're talking about, but sure. (laughs)
0: I'm just just like, okay, you know? And I'm just like, this is so brutal, you know? Like, why does this keep happening? And then with each year that more and more of like my friends from Drexel would meet you even though I had known them longer, they would threaten me. And (laughs) like after meeting you just for the first time and it got so bad that during my senior year, right. My last year, my (laughs) freshman mentee, these are my kids, right. Had heard all about you, heard all about wifey. And I was giving a presentation literally around this time last year. It was like 51 weeks ago. Right. and. She came up to Philly that same weekend, and she was in a classroom studying, right? She comes out of the classroom to get some lunch. And when some of my my kids saw her, after knowing me for several months, they were like, Theo, if you hurt her, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, why am I the target of these threats? Like one of them, I mean... The the, you'll know who I'm talking about but you know we're not going to mention them but one of them is this little child who's like five foot nothing and I'm just like why are you threatening me like what what is this it was so rude it was so rude and I'm just like you know what Fine. fine I thought it was sweet I mean, as long as they, like, at the end of the day, obviously, as long as they like you, then we're good. But I'm just like, why, why is the threat necessary? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Um, Got another one. This one's, hmm, this one's something. The engagement car, right? <laughs> so here's the story. Lord. It was really early on in our relationship. Allie's grandparents were in town. Her parents and like us all went out to eat after a Towson football game and the topic of engagement came up. Now, I don't know why, because we were so early on, like Ali was a freshman. um, So I don't know how it came up, but it did. Now, at the time, I thought engagement rings were dumb uh, <laughs> because I mm. thought that if you got an engagement ring, you just wore it. Until you got your wedding ring. And I back then, my mindset was like, oh, you get married like six months after you get engaged, which is not the case. But that's what I thought back then. So I was like, oh, that's useless. Why would I get you something that you just don't use six months later? Um, So I was like, why get something that's so expensive that you can't use? So my idea instead, which I boldly and confidently said out loud. Cause I say everything boldly and confidently was to get Allie an engagement car instead of an engagement ring. I thought she could use it. It has more value. It's a really easy flex. I thought it was a great idea. I got laughed out of the room. It was so brutal.
1: As as you should have gotten laughed out of the room. I I like okay. Listen, I I know you were trying to be thoughtful and considering how much I spoke about liking the BMW i eight, um, or you know my dad spoke about me liking it. Um, I I I just I I know you were trying to be thoughtful. I know your heart was in the right right place. However, for one. You know how much I hate driving. Yeah. <laughs> and two, I very much am a hopeless romantic and I love the classic stuff in proposals. So an engagement car to me just sounded non-committal. Uh I don't <laughs> know. Oops.
0: <laughs> it was, it was, oh man. <laughs> but, I mean, I know better now. I know much. Yeah.
1: That's why you. there's sets. That's why there's like wedding man engagement ring sets. That way you don't have to worry about that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Got another one. We've been to New York City twice. Um, So every other Valentine's Day. So it actually would have been this year, but, you know, Rona. Um, So every other Valentine's Day, the idea at the beginning of our relationship was to leave Maryland to go somewhere fun. So year two of our relationship, we went to New York City. Uh we took the Amtrak up from Baltimore. We went to Times Square, the usual tourist thing. Mm-hmm. Um we went to a brand new Foot Locker. Um like it was literally their grand opening that weekend. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Um we tried out Bonchon for the first time. We didn't get the chicken. I don't know. I don't necessarily I don't know, know why. why we didn't, but couldn't stop us now. Um <laughs> And then, so that was our first time going. Then in year four, we drove from Maryland to Philly. Then we took the bus from Philly to New York, because for some reason, an Amtrak from Philly to New York is the same length and a higher price than a bus. (laughs) So we just took a bus. Um, Now, to be fair, that bus was one of the most traumatic experiences We could have imagined like we got there early to make it on the bus. Mm -hmm. Everyone behind us was late. The bus was late. And they Mm -hmm. almost didn't let us both on. They like let her on right away and almost didn't let me on. And the bus I
1: was freaking out. Freaking out.
0: Um, but they finally let me on. We sat like in different like like levels of the bus, but we made it anyway. Life Mm -hmm. is ugly sometimes, but we made it. Um (laughs) I think I enjoyed the second time better outside of the minor heart attack. Um, yeah. <laughs> this time we went to the Kith store in Soho. That's mm-hmm. when they were doing the Versace Kith collection in the store. So we took pictures in there. Um, mm-hmm. We went to a Filipino restaurant, which was bomb. It was so good. Um, then we went to the OVO store. Cause <laughs> you know, you know, you know, uh, we went to the OVO store in the Bowery. Um, it was a really good time. And mm-hmm. then we had, uh, we came back f- to Philly, had dinner at Sampan in Philadelphia. Uh, so overall, it was a really good experience.
1: Yeah, I had so much, I had so much fun on those trips. Um, the Filipino restaurant that we went to was called Jeepneys, if any of you guys want to try it out, because I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, of course, after the pandemic, because pandemic yeah. um but i really want to go again um soon because uh i want to be able to buy stuff for for myself and for us now that you know we have jobs so <laughs> i would love to go again
0: no doubt now for oof the home the mecca nandos
1: <laughs> home and native. Yep. So Nando's. (laughs) I am so honored to say that I was on the Nando's train before the hype and before there were were that many in the US, (laughs) mainly because of One Direction. Um, But this restaurant uh, means so much to me just because it was my home and native when I went to Towson, and there was one right around like um, the corner from Uptown and was just a go-to for Theo and I whenever he'd visit me. So
0: yeah, it's just the love of my life. <laughs> Honestly, it's just so it's just so good. Nando's is way too good, way too fire. Um, it's a shame that on the east coast, <laughs> the northernmost one is actually at Towson. And I know there's at least like one mm-hmm. in Chicago, but east coast wise, it's Towson, and then you have to go south to like Baltimore, then the DMV. So the dream idea is to open up a Nando's in Philly. So everyone can experience the magic. So good.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, <laughs> now something that's interesting, what we've taught each other. So I added, I, I wanted to like, just add this in. Didn't really prep Allie in advance. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, oh, one of gosh. the more
0: valuable things yeah. that has <laughs> arisen out of our relationship is how much we, learn about certain topics together um i know that i've personally learned a lot about very serious issues such as sexual harassment and sexual assault and how many forms those can take and i've also learned a lot about discrimination towards members of the asian community from her and i've expanded my understanding far greater learning with her Um, i also have Allie to thank uh, a lot for being so such an outspoken and supportive ally this entire time. Um, it's been fantastic with her level of support, feeling comfortable, expressing my various frustrations regards to race relations in America and just how fantastic she's been throughout all of it. So I wanted to give a very public thank you uh, for that, you know, because it's it goes a, a very, very long way.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: so just wanted to throw that out there. Um, now for some more fun things, more fun things. So, a question. The question is, um, Allie, what is the your favorite restaurant that you've introduced me to?
1: Okay, so well, I've never taken you to any restaurants because I'm not the one that drives, but I've badgered. You into taking us to plenty so my favorite one would be um uh, our favorite couple would be honey pig um a korean barbecue place uh mama rosa's and Jollibee. those two are uh filipino um filipino restaurant so yeah those are my favorites that i've that i've had you try <laughs> how about you what's the favorite restaurant that you've taken me to or uh, that yeah
0: yeah that i the, you, that you've that you taken me to yeah um yeah. so nando's i mean just i can't resist it it's just so good <laughs> all the time um nando's till i die and then that and honey pig like honey pig is the restaurant i miss far and away the most mm-hmm. as a result of the pandemic we haven't been inside a restaurant to eat since march of last <sighs> year and so the sad. first place I <laughs> the first place I plan on going when we can safely go for sure is Honey Pig. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely yeah. like, oh, my goodness, when Jollibee finally opens in this area, oh, mm-hmm. it's going to be an hour away, but I literally won't care at all. Like, it won't matter.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I'm so excited that we actually have a Jollibee in the state opening up. So yeah. hype. <laughs>
0: like, there's going to be one in Wheaton and one in Alexandria mm-hmm. and we go to that area all the time anyway. So yeah. we're chilling because like the <laughs> other ones were like, one's in like Virginia beach. Uh, yeah. So it's like four and a half hours. So and, the far. One, and the other one's in like New York city or something like that, like long Island <laughs> or somewhere like that. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. I need more Jollibee, B and we're about to get some finally. It's
1: finally. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. So what's the favorite. Okay. What's, the favorite restaurant that I've taken you to?
1: Um, I absolutely <laughs> loved going to Hibin. It's uh, also a Korean barbecue place, but it's a buffet style. Um, so for context, we were in Annandale, Virginia, and we were planning on going to Kogia, but unbeknownst to us, uh, we had to actually call ahead to make just a registration time or else they wouldn't, give you a time at all um so we made a quick decision because we were dead set on Korean barbecue um and we actually ended up at Habeen which was honestly the best decision that came out (laughs) that came from that um in terms of you know deciding on which restaurant to go to because even though Kogiyo is the more popular one we actually ended up liking Habeen better honestly so
0: oh yeah um, I would say my favorite one I've taken you to is sampan in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I think about sampan way too often. Like just at home, pan in the middle of a panoramic, and I'm just <laughs> like, like, dang, I could ooh crush some sampan right now. That he bean was elite. I mean, a oh buff-
1: so good.
0: A buffet Korean barbecue restaurant. It should not exist because. Like, it's just a cheat code. You just go in and stay. You just stay. You know what I mean? It's so good. And there weren't even that many people in there until we left. Like, we got there at, like, 5 or something. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't full till like, 7, 7.30. So we were literally in there all the time. And it was uh, so good.
1: I'm so happy that that place has so far survived the pandemic because I I looked it up the other day, and I don't think I saw any about it being closed or like permanently closed so um that's definitely another place i want to go to after you know it's safe to oh, go yeah. to restaurants again for sure and sampan too because i would have liked to like try it more time so i could have you know gotten a taste of like more, more of the menu you know
0: <laughs> yeah menu's really big oh for, it, yeah it comes in this tiny little pamphlet thing but it's so big
1: it was so overwhelming i remember yeah
0: <laughs> okay so i got another one so okay the favorite show that we've watched (laughs) together I,
1: i you know how indecisive i am so i'm never gonna answer most of the time i'm never gonna answer with just one but i would say hunter hunter or demon slayer hands down um because hunter hunter will just always have a special place in my heart as well um since that was like our first real subbed anime that we watched together and just I don't know. I mean, even though we watched, like, Pokemon and Beyblade, like, it just felt like an actual real anime getting to watch it subbed, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Demon Slayer, because I the animation style of that show is absolutely phenomenal. It is gorgeous. And I just love Nezuko so much. I want to cosplay her again or, like, you know, be her for Halloween again someday because, I, wow. I just felt so powerful. She's just I love her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I would definitely say either Demon Slayer or Hunter Hunter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh it took us so long to get through Hunter Hunter because we started before the Rona. Like we started mm-hmm. um at least before Valentine's Day mm-hmm. of that like of 2020 because we were watching it and then we stopped watching it to watch All the Boys too. I remember that. Yes. Um, because you know, huh, Jordan Fisher. Jordan
1: Fisher. <laughs> um
0: and we finished it. We finished Hunter Hunter in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas we whereas we just sped through both My Hero and Demon Slayer together because we were yeah. you know, at home. Yeah. Um the <laughs> the memes and the drawings we see on Instagram of Demon Slayer and My Hero characters, they're just so <laughs> they're just so cute that it's been fantastic to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um especially considering the Demon Slayer movie is coming to the US soon. Um, and the second season. And the second season. So I we need that. I need that. So fast, please. <laughs> um so let's close with talking about Stardew Valley. Yes. Um yes. it just might be the most fun game I've ever played, like literally. Yeah. Um oh, I know sure. you and you and I have had our time playing Animal Crossing together, mm-hmm. um, which was also a lot of fun. But I think Stardew just has so much more to offer, mm-hmm. and I love playing, you know, with it. You uh, playing it with you every <laughs> time we can, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I loved Animal Crossing so much. I still do. It's just I I am just so indecisive when it comes to how I want to design my island, and I see so many people. Um, like so many inspiration photos of like what you can do and it just overwhelms me because I just want my island to look good and I just get so when I log back in I get so overwhelmed Um, <laughs> like that it won't turn out that way because it also costs so much money just to move your buildings around your island because you know Tom Nook he's a thief um <laughs> but stardew for sure is absolutely the most fun game we've played um just because of you know it has a storyline it has it's just like kind of not only is it like a farming um like slice of life type of game it's also just like it's really well thought out um and for like a 2D type of style formatted game. Like it's just so well thought out and I don't know, just so intriguing. Um there's never an end to the amount of things that you can do. So I loved it.
0: Way too good. Especially like the challenges involved with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we play on we play on the switch. So mm-hmm. like certain things like fishing are just way harder.
1: Oh so much harder.
0: um And then they just added the 1.5 update. Mm-hmm. Uh to switch. So I mean, well, why not run it back? You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, I am so looking forward to that. Yeah. It's
0: gonna be great. Um, but uh in closing today, that will be the end of the first guest episode <laughs> with my wonderful girlfriend Allie. Thank you for joining me. Thank you
1: for having me. It's it's been a fun time. I loved it,
0: <laughs> and um, you know, i I just think that we like you're saying, like, oh my goodness, like first podcast, what do I do? You did fantastic, you know what I'm saying we're <laughs> out here. <laughs> want to know why, cause we're the best um, <laughs> yes. And that's just how things go. So you know we're we're about to go get some food. We're gonna continue attack on Titan, yes. and sleep, a lot of sleep. so. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay safe. Allie, say goodbye to the people.
1: Goodbye.
0: (laughs) And I'll catch you all next time.